0: and welcome to multi family investing made simple the podcast that's all about taking the complexity out of real estate investing so that you can take action today and we do it while having fun thank you i am your host anthony vicino of invictus capital joined as always by dan i hate having fun kruger i am a I fun
1: sponge i soak it up and i <laughs> leave sponge.
0: he sucks it up takes it with him and then he and, I leave. and then he squeezes it out into a bucket, and then it's just a bucket of fun. <laughs> <I> hate fun. <laughs> okay. So, Dan, what are we doing here today? <laughs> Besides um, having fun, we're not having fun.
1: I don't even know at this point. Uh, we are <laughs> talking about accredited versus non-accredited investors. It's a very common question uh, we get, and Victor. What the heck I, does I just, that even mean?
0: Can I just say this? Like before I started investing in real estate, I had never heard the term accredited accredited investor. And so the first time it came onto my radar, which was, you know, when I started investing in real estate and became a thing that mattered, I was like, okay, can I just take a test? Like, I'm really good at taking tests. So I was psyched, I was like, I'm gonna be accredited in no time. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. There is no test. Well, there is there are tests, there are criteria. But there is no there it is And there's a lot of criteria. We're not going to talk about them all, but let's first talk about what is an uh what is an accredited investor. First of all, why does it even exist?
1: Yes. So uh, real quick, the basically the, the idea is that uh, if you are identified as an accredited investor, you can invest in certain types of deals. And if you are not an accredited accredited investor, there's certain types of deals that you can't invest in. So right off the bat, that's kind of one of the major components. If you're a non-accredited investor, there's going to be certain things that are off limits to you. So what the heck are those?
0: So so the, the criteria or what are the things What are, are off limits?
1: I guess in the so, real estate syndication space since that's probably so, what people are looking at.
0: Yeah, so let's let, so in the real estate syndication space there's two ways that a private placement can be presented. It can be a 506b or a 506c offering. In a 506c offering, that can be marketed to the big, whole wide world. I could put my offering on a billboard. I could put it on the internet. I could put it wherever I want to because the only people who are allowed to invest in that deal are accredited investors. And the SEC says, you know, accredited investors, they know what they're doing. They can withstand the risk. So go ahead. You can solicit them. 506B offerings, on the other hand, cannot do that. You cannot publicly market your deal. I can't even go up to a stranger on the street and say, hey, you want to take a look at my deal? Can't do that <laughs> unless I have a pre-existing Nobody relationship. Nobody would say yes to that question. Nobody would say yes to that, first That's of all. It would creepy. be a very bad marketing strategy. <laughs> and those deals, if you're an accredited investor, you can invest in those non-marketable deals but it also allows for non-accredited investors to participate. And those are the types of deals that we put together. We'll talk about that in a different episode. For now, let's nail down who is exactly an accredited investor. So what are these criteria that we have to hit?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of them. Uh, Number one is your income. I should say it's it's one or the other or both. So uh, the one thing you could do to establish yourself as an accredited investor is uh, having made $250,000 per year for the last two years, if you are filing taxes single, and if you're married married filing jointly, you want to see a an annual income for the last two years on your tax return of at least $300,000. So if you could check that box, uh, then you are an accredited investor and or... You could also have a net worth of over a million dollars, not including your primary residence. So it's either one of those or both. That'll get you in the door for being an accredited investor. And if you can't check either one of those boxes, then you are by default put into the non-accredited bucket.
0: Now, just to clarify, um, as you were talking about the income qualification, I think you said $250,000 for for individuals. It's actually $200,000. So it's a little little bit less. But the, it's it's still high hurdle that's the thing with being an accredited investor is that it's a high hurdle you have to be making some pretty good uh what are they what do the kids call it these Coin? days grilla uh, yeah, coin. I haven't even That's, heard that one. <laughs> I've never heard. Yeah, I, I'm trying to be cool. It's not working. But you have to be making some pretty good money or have some pretty good money to qualify. And this is why only 10% of the American population even qualifies as an accredited investor. So not very many people hit that lofty standard. And you might be listening to this and thinking, yeah, I don't hit that. Like I, So I can't invest. Well, just like I was mentioning before, you can still invest in private placements in these apartment syndications. It just has to be registered in a very specific way. And you need to be what's considered a sophisticated investor. So it's, it's this is actually a pretty gray term. The SEC hasn't really defined this precisely what it means to be sophisticated, but in general, it means that you have to have enough understanding of financial instruments and investing and that it's dangerous and understanding how the business model works. And if you do, then you can invest in these vehicles. And that's a good thing if you're listening to this podcast and you're not an accredited investor, you're becoming more sophisticated just by spending some time with Dan and myself. How about that?
1: Mm, that's neat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has ever called me sophisticated. I'll just I'll just go ahead and put that right out there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess yeah. That's the main point is that yeah, you don't uh, you're not get, getting kicked out of all the parties if you're not accredited, uh, but you just aren't going to be in, able to invest in any of the stuff that you see advertised online. Uh, for the most part, it's really going to be those deals that you find your way into from networking. You find people online, you you start following their content, you start calling them, ask them questions about their business model. Right? If those people start to align with you, uh, if they have deals that they're not publicly advertising, then you know those would be the opportunity that are available to you. So,
0: And that's really all the accredited investor is. Again, there's a lot of other ways that you could qualify as an accredited investor. If you think that you're on the fence, you're not sure, I would go look those up. But in general, not a big deal if you're not an uh, accredited investor. It's not like you get a plaque. You don't get any kind of certificates put on the wall. It's really just kind of a a self-selected title. And so you... Mm -hmm. Do with that what you want. Um, But if you're not an accredited investor, don't lose sleep over it. It's okay. But you should do. You should go invest in real estate. Go find yourself a good old 506B offering. Get your money working for you, and you'll get there quicker than you think. So just saying. Yes, sir. All right. So that's, that's going to do it for us here at Multifamily Investing Made Simple in under 10 minutes. I hope you had some fun with us today because I, I sure did. Dan didn't suck all the fun out of me. No, nope. I left a little His bit. fun just dry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next week.